Monty Allison for ain't messing around, baby. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Come in, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy, that's me. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AC Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Free wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. I mean, in what was a very clunky, interesting offseason, Monty Osborne just turned on the, the jet fuel. A lot has happened. Since we talked last here on Locked on Cardinals, uh, this episode of Locked on Cardinals, though, is brought to you by the Game Time app. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked on NFL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Okay. Isaiah Simmons is now a New York Giant. Josh Jones is now a Houston Texan. Let's take a second here to kind of, this all happened over the last couple hours. And the Josh Jones one happened very recently, (laughs) like 10 minutes before I started recording this podcast. I'm like, let's just wait to see if anything else could potentially fall. And then, oh boy, Alberto, it did. All in all, Monty Austin Ford is just completely unraveling and undoing everything Steve Kime did. And when I say everything, I mean almost everything. No Zach Allen, no Byron Murphy. They they kept Buda Baker, gave him a little extra cheese this year, made it fully guaranteed. Gave him incentives for 2024. Josh Jones, gone. Isaiah Simmons, gone. Zach Allen, gone. Byron Murphy, gone. Since 2018, through the 2021 draft, Steve Kime drafted 30 players. Seven are still on the roster. Kyler Murray is the only player from the 2020 from the 2019 draft still on the roster. Monty Osford says it's clean house time. Thank you, please. And this is this is where we are. Okay. But the actual moves themselves. Isaiah Simmons traded for a 7th round pick in 2024. This is one that has people kind of up in arms like, "Man, they should have gotten more for him." Why? How? He hasn't been a good player. The flashball moments for Isaiah Simmons have been great. The interception, Sunday night football that was flexed due to the pandemic against Seattle, ended up setting up a game winner for the Cardinals. Okay. Goal line stop against Derrick Henry in week one of 2021. Okay. Goal line stop against Trey Lance that the Cardinals won 17-10 at State Farm Stadium in 2021. Okay. What else? I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for Isaiah Simmons to do something. For Isaiah Simmons to find a home. And there's a lot of fingers that can be pointed in a lot of different directions. Well, it's Vance Joseph. 
for not using him correctly. It's Steve Kime for drafting him and then trying to move him to inside linebacker. It's on Isaiah Simmons for not having the drive and work ethic to make something of himself in this league. We don't know what the blame pie percentages are. We don't know what they, what actually happened. We do know that the culmination of being drafted at eight overall through today when he was traded was something that was underwhelming. And I think underwhelming is being nice to Isaiah Simmons because by all accounts, nice guy, great interview. You know, he's, he's got a good head on his shoulders. He's an absolute Adonis, like the back of Cardinals fans, media members and minds alike, I would assume are, well, he's just going to ball out in New York. 10 sacks, three interceptions, 90, 100 tackles. Hassan Reddick part two is complete. The only difference between Hassan Reddick and Isaiah Simmons is Hassan Reddick showed that what he had before he left, I think he had 12 and a half sacks with the Cardinals his last year. And then, you know, it's Steve Kime had already declined his fifth year option. And rightfully so. I, you know, you do not uh, uh, poo-poo what Steve Kime did by declining Isaiah uh, Hassan Reddick's fifth year option at the time because he didn't show anything. Now, unbeknownst to the Cardinals, somehow, it was because he didn't know how to use him and not that he wasn't a talented guy. Went to Carolina, had a, had a, had a double-digit sack year, and then now got paid, you know, monster dollars to go play in Philly and play in a Super Bowl. So with Isaiah Simmons getting a seven-round seventh round pick back, I'm not surprised. It's par for the course. Monty Osborne, they couldn't find him, couldn't find a spot. Good luck, kid. That's what it is. Now with Josh Jones, former third-round pick, it, the interesting part about Josh Jones was there were rumors where if the Cardinals were going to trade back, I believe that year they were going to trade back with Atlanta because Atlanta wanted to move up to grab a player that the Cardinals were targeting Josh Jones in the first round if they were to have traded back. Ended up getting their guy, they thought, in the middle of the third round. He never really got run. Uh, Kelvin Beecham came in and pretty much took his job. And DJ Humphries has been healthy, and they haven't really had a spot. You know, they brought in Justin Pugh was fine when he played. They brought in Will Hernandez. Like, Josh Jones could play anywhere on the line. He wanted to play left tackle. DJ Humphreys has been fine. So it just kind of was a Cardinals couldn't figure out where to play him. So now they're moving on from him. They're getting a fifth round pick from Houston and they're sending Josh Jones in a seventh to Houston. The Arizona Cardinals have the first, third, and fifth round picks for the Houston Texans in 2024. I just looked it up. And remember, if those picks, it say Houston has the worst record in the league, that's the first pick of the first round, the first pick of the third round, and the first pick of the fifth round. The Cardinals have 1.5 million draft picks in 2024 as it currently sits. I did the math. So when you see this unraveling, and when unraveling has a definition, has a has a um like a negative connotation, it's unraveling, it's out of control. It's not. Think of like a fruit by the foot. Monty Austin Fort took the Cardinals with Steve Kime, and is slowly just unrolling, undoing everything that Steve Kime did. Hallelujah? It's a lot to take in because this is a lot of, it's a lot of one feeling that Cardinals fans, media members, and everything in between 
haven't felt in the last 10 years necessary due process to rebuild. This is what it feels like. This is what it looks like with a dash of this ain't my guy. It's not working. We're going to move on from him. A dash of that. Where do the Cardinals go next? Are there more moves to be made? What is 2023 going to have in store for the Arizona Cardinals? Um, you know, it's it's just a lot. <laughs> it's like once you start to see things move and once you start to see things change, it's like this is a weird feeling. I don't know why I haven't felt this before, but this is something that is just new and unprecedented. Can I say that over the last decade? Is it, is it the right move? Are these the right things that are happening? We don't know. One thing we do know though is, do know though is now that this is a process. I'm going to explain more as we roll on here. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by the Game Time app. You like going to concerts. You like going to games. You like going to just events in general. Do you? Me too. And buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you're going to have. Okay, I'm going to San Diego in five or seven days. I want to go see a comedy show. I'm going to go right to the Game Time app. I want to go to maybe a Padres Diamondbacks game. I'm going to go to the Game Time app. Like concerts, whatever it is, it's right at your fingertips tips. And it's awesome. There, there are flash sales and last minute tickets, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. You can see seat view images. They've got you covered, man. Like here's the thing. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Okay. You can get image of your images of your seat, as I mentioned before you buy. So you know exactly what to expect when you arrive, you buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNFL for 20 bucks off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Things are changing in the valley. Things are changing in the desert. And it's awesome. There's like, before I move on to the actual process, the bigger picture stuff, as the Cardinals have a joint practice with the Minnesota Vikings today, Cole McCoy looks terrible. Hollywood Brown looks slow. Greg Dorch looks good. And so does Clayton Toon. When will people start to listen to me that Clayton Toon is the best option at quarterback? And it's not close. I don't understand the hesitancy. That's the old head thought process that has poisoned the Arizona Cardinals pretty much since its inception. Safe. 
go safe. And drafting Kyler Murray was a little different. But you wish the best for Isaiah Simmons. This isn't like, a, oh, you know what, Paul Goldschmidt, go win a World Series somewhere else. You deserve it, bud. It's not that. Just after what happened to Hassan Reddick, it's just like, go get yours. Go get yours, nine. Like, it's just go, 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 go flourish. Go, go with the, you know, the, the, the wizard Wink Martindale over in New York and just go eat. Josh Jones, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Like the Texans, it's just such a weird relationship now with the Cardinals. The Giants and the Texans have incredibly weird relationships over the last handful of years. The Cardinals and Giants have just swapped players back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Justin Pugh to the Cardinals. Uh, Will Hernandez to the Cardinals. Uh, the couple centers went over there. I think Mason Cole went over there. Uh, Isaiah Simmons, like, uh, trading back Marcus Golden. But it's just like there's been this, this uh, revolving door of Cardinals to, to Giants and, and vice versa. And the Texans, need I say more? I mean, David Johnson for DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, and then it's just been weird since. The draft this year, trading back to 12, jumping up to six, and still keeping the first-round pick in 2024. Like, the Houston Texans have pseudo-single-handedly kept the Cardinals relevant and have kind of painted – this picture and slowly started to help them build a foundation for the future. It's wild. It's wild, but this is a process. Okay. Every day is, this is a process. And this is just another part of the process where the Cardinals were to where they want to be. There's a wide gap there. I think that's obvious. I don't say that to insult anybody's intelligence. Just there's a gap. Okay. And while at times teams can swing for the fences, acquire a massive talent, give up a whole bunch of draft capital, whatever it may be, that's an option. The Cardinals don't have that option as of right now. They're going into 2023 trying to find out who their dudes are. They're trying to find out who they can trust to start 80% of the snaps in varying positions from now on. And as of right now, there are three players on this roster, four on this roster, five, that you can trust every play to be a difference maker for you, or as much as humanly possible, user error included. Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson, DJ Humphreys, Kyler Murray, four and quarterbacks weird you know like it's guys that you i call them set and forget guys every day if you've been here since 2017 first of all thank you second of all that's one of my coin phrases here if this is your first listen you want to become an everydayer set and forget pillars of the team where you don't have to look over your shoulder and be like what's oh, that person doing their job four they start 22 that's less than 20 percent Nailed it. Yeah. I just built Nye the science guide for you. It's like 18% of the starting roster that you trust to do their jobs. So yes, this is a process. And moving on from Isaiah Simmons and Josh Jones, obviously the former is, has a bigger impact than the latter. 
Josh Jones never really got a shot. Isaiah Simmons got the wrong chances in the wrong pos- in the wrong roles. But this is just another indicator that there is a plan. And it's not just throwing stuff at a wall and see what sticks, getting lucky, trading for a veteran. That's not something that Monty Austin Ford is adhering to. With that, because we are August 24th, okay, football season hasn't started yet for 2023, the Cardinals, all joking aside, are amassing a massive amount of premium draft capital in 2024. They've got theirs and Houston's first and second. Or first, sorry. They have the card, they have their own second. And they have theirs, Houston's, and Tennessee's third. Three teams who could very well miss the playoffs. So going into next year, with there being some more salary cap room, a lot more will be known, like, okay, this is gonna happen here, this is gonna happen here. Kyler Murray's the guy, he's not whatever. We are starting to see. Monty Austin for chip away at what needs to change in an effort to position the Cardinals for success in the future. And the future starts week one. So sure, they could have kept Isaiah Simmons all year. Who cares? You know, they didn't pick up his fifth year option. He's not, he doesn't count a lot towards the cap. I think he's making a million dollars or something this year. Doesn't count a lot towards the cap. It's like, it, it doesn't matter. The salary cap doesn't matter in 2023 for the Cardinals. It doesn't. They could have given Buda Baker all of it. It really doesn't matter. I know that it rolls over into 2024, but it's going to balloon. They're going to have plenty, even with Kyler Murray's, I think, around $50 million cap hit. He wasn't part of the future. Josh Jones wasn't part of the future. Now it's time to find the players who are. And that's what the 2023 season is all about. Lockdown Cardinals, your team every day. Alex Lanthier, thanks for hanging out, man. Thank you. I love this. I, I saw a comment in YouTube about me doing more live shows. Maybe I will. Uh, leave a comment if, if you want me to do live shows so we can interact a little bit more. During the season, I'm going to get a little weird. I'll probably do some Twitter spaces, which I like doing at halftime. I'm not sure if I'm going to be doing the halftime show like I was in years past. But uh, at Clancy's Corner on Twitter, you don't have to follow me, I don't believe, to listen. Like, if you want to, cool. Um, but I'm not saying that for followers. I just want you to be able to come listen, hear me. You don't have to see my big dumb face. Uh, you can just hear my big dumb voice on Twitter spaces. I'm just trying to figure out, trying to iron out what I want to do for 2023. The Cardinals need more defensive leaders immediately. Who are some honorable mentions that could potentially move into that role? Let's talk about it. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Please go to the YouTube channel. Search Locked on Arizona Cardinals. Like, subscribe, turn notifications on. Hit a like. I already said hit a like already. I should be punished. Okay, so Cardinals trade Isaiah Simmons. Cardinals trade Josh Jones. They get a fifth-round pick back. They have a million draft picks now. I know they got a seventh-round pick for Isaiah Simmons, so technically they didn't add another draft pick. They just swapped Isaiah Simmons, Josh Jones, and a seventh for a fifth with two different teams getting you know the respective players. The Cardinals need leaders especially on defense. So Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson. Jalen Thompson is probably is one of the most undervalued, unknown quarter uh, players in the NFL, let alone safety, let alone defensive players, just in general. 
he's massively important to the Arizona Cardinals. He got his contract extension last offseason that proved that. And I think he's worth every penny. Buda Baker, leader. The Cardinals don't have another one right now. And there's a lot of players who can jump into that role. And that's not to say Isaiah Simmons was. He wasn't. Okay? This is just bringing even more light to the situation that the Cardinals need leaders. They need guys they can trust. Is B.J. Ojolari just going to come in and do it? Is he just going to be a, a, a born leader to come in and help lead the guts of this defense? Is Zayvon Collins going to take that step forward that everybody had hoped Isaiah Simmons would take? Will he take that step in year three? Because he's the easiest one. He's the easiest one. Like, is he going to be the guy? Now, there's one guy who isn't an honorable mention who I think is just going to be that leader in the middle of the field. And that's because you're white. Coming over from Philly, having that Super Bowl game pedigree, knowing JG, knowing Nick Rallis, like he knows these guys. He knows these coaches. He knows the scheme, even though John McGinn doesn't really have a set scheme uh, he, he mentioned in his introductory press conference, which was kind of cool. Because um, your white seems to be the guy that could take over the reins of the leader of this defense. Because here's the thing. Buda Baker's not getting any younger, okay? Jalen Thompson isn't getting any younger. Because your white, I think, is 25. He's 27. Okay. So still in the same range as, as Buda Baker. But you have a guy who knows this scheme-ish. Knows the coach, knows the DC, who is his linebacker coach in Philly. He's a guy that if it's him, it will immediately mean more because it's a guy that comes in, done it before. Don't worry, guys. Follow me. Let's roll. The Cardinals need a Fred Warner type. And that's if Kazir White could be a Fred Warner light. We're not asking him to be an all-world off-ball linebacker. When That's not what we're asking. The Cardinals are – this is all grading on a curve here. The Cardinals' curve is vastly different than a contending team's curve. The Cardinals need guys who they can trust. And if Kazir White can come in and be the leader for this team and allow Buda Baker just to do his thing, obviously he'll – still be Buda Baker and he'll be a locker room leader on the field leader, whatever lead by example and through it and through his voice. But if Kazir White can come in a guy that hasn't been on this team before and say, listen, this is how it's done. Follow me. Let's roll. I think that would have more of an impact than even if it was Zayvon Collins and who knows if Zayvon Collins is safe. We have no idea if he's going to be an Arizona Cardinal come the end of this season. Anything is possible under Monty, but I will let you know as we, as I, as I let you go for the day here, just because Monty Osifor didn't draft a specific player doesn't mean he's automatically going to move off from because it's not my guy. That's one of the dumbest, laziest things that people say. If you're a good player and you're adaptable and you get better and you grow, GMs aren't just going to trade you because they didn't draft you. But... Isaiah Simmons gone, Josh Jones gone, Saban Collins. We'll see. Kazir uh, White would be my takeover as the leader of this defense. Stand side by side with Buda Baker and rebuild this organization, rebuild this defense from the ground up. I think it would be massively beneficial for the Cardinals if it panned out that way. I was Nancy Locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you tomorrow.